Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Happy New Year's, everybody. Welcome into the 2024 version of Gwen and Chris. Tony Gwen Jr., Matt Scraby, Chris Ello, currently en route to Florida, right? That's where he's headed, I believe. No, he's at Air Force. Air Force. Yeah. Oh, Florida was before we went on break. Yes, correct. Yeah, so he's uh, in Air Force. We will have him on at some point during the show. We also have uh, a very special uh, one-call edition of Rate the Radio Call for when Chris joins the show. Yes, we do. Because he, in his call, made the rounds on tw- on X. He Lots did. Lots of people messaged me about that. I certainly messaged you, you about did. it you did. <laughs> as soon as I saw it. And uh, we will... Um, Certainly have that at some point this week as we try to, you know, get our feet wet again in this uh, whole four-hour radio show. Now, listen, there's been some, a lot of things have have happened over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I don't know (laughs) if you uh, have been under a rock or just haven't been on your phone very much, but uh, Odyssey decided to uh, make some changes in terms of the show before ours, and that will... uh, soon turn into uh annie and and elston um who will now annie halbram and craig elston will man the man and woman i should say the uh the midday show and so uh first and foremost want to say congratulations to the both of them On, on the flip side of that obviously someone who i'm relatively close to and coach Kintera uh ends up um you know moving on from the uh from Odyssey and you know he's he's a good friend of mine and you know I, I certainly uh thank him for his help uh in terms of myself personally but uh certainly sad to see him go but you know that's kind of how this thing goes from time to time um I I don't know the details like uh has been put out there uh nor is it really my concern at this point, um, I just want to make sure we salute Coach Contera for the job that he did and the well, the well, the the well done job that he did while he was here. So, yeah, I remember he was a big part of this show in the beginning when uh, because you had to do TV and stuff, and so I definitely was not ready for a microphone, so they would not put me in front of a microphone. And Coach came in and he he helped us get through those days until yeah. we were able until he got a show. But yeah. Yeah, coach yeah. was uh, very good to me as well. Those those things are never um, comfortable or uh, fun to go through, especially if you're the one going through it. So, uh, wish coach nothing but the best. Uh, that being said, outside of that, uh, there was uh, some uh, 
some uh, Padre movement after we went on break. They uh, went ahead and got a, a closer, at least uh, Yuki Matsui was a closer in Japan. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. Um, five-year deal, uh, pretty good price tag, I would say. And, and so um, they add an arm to the bullpen, and that was certainly something they needed to do. You know, this tells me the money that they spent on him in a year in offseason where they're not when they're trying to find a way to spend every single dollar the right way, that shows me that they really wanted him to be a part of this team. Yeah. Uh, it also, I think, may signal that there may not be uh, uh, like a big major signing from this point on. I, I think based on you know how they have moved during this offseason and some of the reports we, we've, we've seen come out, um, this may be the biggest signing that they have during this offseason. And that's okay. I, I think ultimately they have enough offense. These young guys at this point, um, and there's still you know a month and some change left before spring training starts. Um, the young guys are going to be asked to to step into to that to that fold there, and they're going to have to come through. And so you know we'll see how it goes. But that's the big signing. Still some pieces out there in free agency. Yeah, Blake Snell being one of them. He's he's been linked to the Giants along with Cody Bellinger, who's also still out there. Um, Matt Chapman also linked to the Matt Giants. Matt Chapman linked to the Giants. So. Um, those are just some of the bigger names. Padres also claimed former. He was a former Padre, but now former uh, White Sox, Luis Patino. He comes back to the Padres organization. Uh, remember when he was traded to uh, Tampa, he was one of the prized pieces the he Padres was. had. So um, they bring him back in on the fold. Uh, dang, how, how when Yamamoto, was that before we went on break? No, that oh, was happen? like the day after we went on break. Of course, of yeah. course. That's yeah. usually how it works for our show. And I, you know, when you, I opened the text or the notification saying that he signed with someone who wasn't, and I knew it was the Dodgers. But I didn't, I just opened it, I saw the Dodgers, I went, <laughs> just like, there's nothing I could do about no, there, this. No, there really isn't. And you know what? I'm going to hang my hat on this. I said it on, on X that... Just because you buy a team doesn't mean you're going to win a championship, and we should know we that should very know well. know that better than everybody yes. at this point. It's got to so, go together. It's got to piece together. It's got to uh, work together. And uh, nonetheless, Dodgers get another good piece. Uh, you know, there were some other conversations that kind of came out over the, the break. Ken Rosenthal, I believe, wrote about the Padres exploring trading Jake Cronenworth uh, at, at one point, but, you know, in the process of moving Juan Soto, they move him, they move Trent Grisham. You lose a little bit of your left hand, not a little bit, you lose most of your left hand at bats. You lose Jake Cronenworth. That's another one. So it seems like the Padres may have pivoted from that idea uh, so they don't get too right-hand dominant um, on a roster that's pretty right-hand dominant as it is. Now, tell me this. like Jake Cronenworth just was signed to the big deal with the Padres uh, last offseason, and now he's all of a sudden, after being signed by the Padres, them telling him, you're going to be here for a long time. Now he's in the mix for a trade, possibly. Does that does that um, irk you if you're Jake Cronenworth a little bit? Or does that, prov- does that make you uh, want to be more motivated to go out I there mean, and prove that you're the right guy? It, it can, but it shouldn't. This is this is Major League Baseball. How often do you hear the terms? It's a business. Yeah. And uh, this business is is centered around production. And if you are not productive and you are paid at a price that expects more, 
This is kind of what comes with the territory. And I'm sure Jake knows that. I'm sure Jake understands that. Um, but I also have no doubt, or I also should say I also feel comfortable that he'll have a bounce-back season next year, you know? I would or, hope so because you, it's you, been a tough you, couple seasons you, for him. You, you often see, you know, guys get a big deal and press to prove that they, they deserve that big deal. Yeah. And then after year one goes goes away, they, they tend to settle in and – you get a, a better version of them. I think that that'll be Jake this year. But we are getting closer and closer. You know, soon as the new year actually turns <laughs> over, the countdown begins for it spring training. You. Yes, it it's, you. and it's you it's, personally. It's going to come quick. It's going to come very quick. And it's earlier this year too. Yes, because of course the Padres will start the season in Korea. Yeah, which will cut into. Well, I'm not mad at this part. Spring training will like officially end. I think like the nineteenth. So everybody's happy about that, right? Because you'll be flying to Korea, you'll come back, and then there's like, you like pick up spring training while everybody Super else weird. is playing regular <laughs> yes. season games, um, but you'll get to spend some time at at home before the season really starts. So as we try to get our clocks readjusted back to to time here, I know it's um, been, yeah. so. The Padres and Dodgers will have three games played. They'll come back. They'll play spring training. Or excuse me, two games played. They'll come back. They'll play. Um, they'll play some spring training games while everybody's playing regular season oh, yeah. games, and then you'll get back into the and regular. Who do season. they open with here at Petco Park? This is the Giants. Yes, Bob Melvin makes his return. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. So you know that's that's kind of where we are. Countdown begins for for spring training. It's going to be here before you know it. Now I am uh, one who said I wasn't very nervous about the direction of the Padres before we went to break. I was saying lots could happen over the break, but as you just said, spring training can definitely be here before we know it. Are you concerned? I'm concerned. Why? They still only have three pitchers that can start. Well. That we know, right? We haven't True. seen the, we haven't seen some of the package they got back. It, it, you know, it may be time for some of the young guys to come up and and, and contribute. Yeah, and, but it, that that's like not that's not a great plan in my mind to like. I mean, say but that's, hopefully that they're going to be good this that's year. Kind of how you know you have sustained runs. Now they could be good. We we at the end of the year say, oh, man, what were we thinking even like not putting them on the team? You know, it could be like that. I too. mean, I, I just think this is kind of how it goes. When when you can spend the most or close to the most, you have to be able to have some balance to your roster, right? You got Xander, you got Manny, you got Toddy, right? That's those are three pretty pretty good bats. Pretty good bats in yeah. your lineup, mm-hmm. right? Um now you got the young kid Snelling that mm-hmm. is yeah. having a terrific. He is. I don't know where they feel he's at, but maybe he's a part of of this plan. You got the the what the four arms you got back in the trade, or excuse me, three arms you got back in the trade with the Yankees. Yeah, uh, Michael King, Johnny Brito, and um, Va- Vas- is it Vasquez? Was it? I will double check. I didn't yeah, realize my that. brain was going to be so rusty. It, here. <laughs> well, listen, it's been a while since we've talked Padre Padre baseball. But it's true. I'm excited to be back. Though. Nonetheless, these are these are options that you know we can't think that we can't count as of now. But 
come spring training, you start to get a clearer picture of uh, of where this comes. That's true. Because last year it is Randy Vasquez. This way, they also had a prospect, Drew Thorpe, and catcher so it was Kyle Higashioka. Yeah. It was forearms. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and they and Drew Thorpe uh, was was he was the one that he's was the, that, the hanging point that yeah. the, the Yankees didn't really necessarily he was one of them right? want him to go if they gave up Michael King as well, and so. Maybe and not necessarily Thorpe because it sounds like he's still a, a he's little, develop a little, a little more development to go. But um, you know, this is this is kind of where the Padres are at right now. It doesn't mean they won't make a, a, another move. I just don't think that there will be a bigger signing than the Matsui signing. Ultimately, I, you're probably right with how everything's gone. Um, Blake Snell though is interesting because he from he, what standpoint? From the standpoint of that, he's still on the board. I would assume. Uh, yeah, it's it's it's. Um, it's kind of fascinating to me because, I mean, they were willing, teams were willing to go, and I don't know if the Dodgers were the only team willing to go over $300 million for Yamamoto, but the fact that a guy who hadn't pitched in the big leagues, teams were willing to go that high. Got him 12 years, too. For over a guy like Blake Snell, I think is a, a little bit perplexing. It's perplexing, but is it surprising? I I. I... Don't necessarily think so because we we have talked about this with Blake Snell is that last year was an incredible year. It was his best year of his career probably. Maybe. I think so. He's had two Cy Young, so you could choose from two seasons. But we have also seen the other side of Blake Snell where he struggles to find his command. He struggles to – he walks a lot of batters. Last year he was walking guys, but he was also getting those guys out. He still led the league in walks last year. So it's still the same guy. I don't necessarily know that – and I, I'm just making this up in my head, but teams are willing to pay the three hundred plus million dollars for Blake Snell because of the unknown. I think to this, but I you're think, right. I think to this point, you couldn't point to anything other than that being true. And Yamamoto, you're I, right though. That's untrue and unproven as well. But they're willing to spend that money because there's no baggage. I guess you could say. I talked to a former player uh, during the season, towards the end of the season. I won't mention who was what his name was, but. He was of the thought that there would be no way that he would give Blake Snell two hundred million, and that was during. I think that was before the numbers that we got to. I mean, Yamamoto got three hundred and what was it? Twenty five. Twenty five over twelve years, and none of it was deferred. So, I mean, <laughs> what what does that mean for Blake then? Like, I would. I mean, he's older, so I mean that's that's definitely something. Uh, to it, but he doesn't have a ton of innings at that age. What does that mean for his price tag at this point? It, you assume that maybe would... maybe Yamamoto signing before him for the price tag he did is actually going to be something that benefits yeah. him ultimately. Or maybe it's a team that is like, all right, we're going to give you big money over the next three seasons because I don't know what Blake Snell wants. Does he want a six-year, seven-year deal worth a bunch of money, or does he want a three-year deal that will pay him $40 million a year or something like that yeah. and make him one of the highest-paid pitchers? Yeah, no doubt. We're still waiting to see where that one lands. It does seem like at this point uh, – a lot of, at least the bigger Boris clients are still on the board. You know, it was also still on the board and still rumored wildly with the Dodgers. Not wildly, that's not the word. Um, anyway. Yes, I know what you meant. Josh Hader uh, is still on the board. And he I is saw the still, Rangers were him, too. I did see that. Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me again if the Dodgers <laughs> signed him. But I will say, there's another person that we have watched closely here in San Diego, and we know exactly what another team's going to get from him, and it's going to be good stuff, but... Is it going to be every three nights, every two nights, every four nights? We don't know. 
Yeah, that's uh that's an interesting that's an interesting deal there. Um I think the Dodgers at this point it seem like they 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 are ready to spend as much as they need to spend. Uh so Josh Hader's certainly uh, uh, on the board. I did see the Rangers. Uh but he wants what Edwin Diaz got. Which is like uh, over a hundred over a hundred million yeah. for a closer. Our team's gonna be willing to do it. Because it seems like outside of that deal, teams haven't been willing to go that high. I know we're going way over break time, and uh, I'm breaking my own rule. Mm-hmm. But it's the first day of the year, so we can do that. So we're just breaking yeah. it. Starting off the year like old, like 23, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yes, I guess so. How many appearances, like, okay, so I was looking at Josh Hader. I was looking at where he ranked in appearances amongst closers in the league, and then I was seeing that the top guy was like maybe eight or nine appearances more than Josh Hader. Is that a lot for a closer? It seems like a lot. That's eight or nine possible save opportunities. Yeah, but that's not necessarily dictated by the closer. Your team has to be in the lead. True, you know, the Padres weren't in the lead very much they, last that, year. You know, that was uh, they finished what two games over five hundred. So yeah. every chance. And, and by the way, when they were winning, a lot of times they were blowing teams out. It wasn't even a. A close enough game for him to get an appearance. That is true he, too. He pitched on, num- on a number of occasions because he hadn't pitched in a while, and the leads weren't quite right for him to get a save. Yeah. So, I don't know that I pay too much attention to to appearances. All right, let's get to break. We're back in the saddle. Chris will join us maybe in the next hour or so uh, from Air Force as uh, the Aztecs, the women Aztecs, get ready for a, a, a hoop game. Scraby and I got you till 6 o'clock. Sit back, relax, enjoy. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Twenty 
Rock, Tony Gould Jr., Matt Stoker. What happened? Everybody's hearing yell. Why is your camera off again? Oh, I don't know. Camera's already acting up. I can't stand it already. Not even 24 minutes into the show. We already got technical difficulties. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. Uh, sounds like Chris Ello has just landed. Is a little bit ahead of schedule, so uh, we may have him here shortly. Scraby, how was your break? My break was uh, pretty good. It was actually too short, I would say. Now, you went up north, right? I did. I went up, up to north. visit my sister and my nieces, and then we went up to their cabin, which was like in the Mount Shasta area. So I drove up the day after we got done with the show with the dogs, two dogs, Lucky, and then my parents' dog, Kelly. And both of them were amazing on the drive up. They were amazing there. Uh, they were amazing on the drive home. Um, one thing I did do that I made a mistake, I left at 4 a.m. for my sister's cabin so I could get home and miss all the traffic, which I didn't miss any traffic. I <laughs> you still sat all in the traffic. Yeah. At 12 hours, yeah, you're probably going to get well, some traffic. Well, I tried to time point. it out so I get there around noon. So, you know, anyway, I forget their leashes when I leave the cabin. So now I'm like, oh, man, these dogs can't go anywhere without a leash because I don't want that- them jumping all over people or running in the road. So... I decided all the way down, I'm just going to pull off random exits and let them run around the countryside. Uh, one of those exits had a big gully in it. And oh, Lord. my parents thought Kelly, she loves to just do what she's not supposed to do. She runs into this gully and starts running away from me. And I can't get into this thing because if I get in, I'm never getting out. <laughs> and she's like having the greatest the time in the world. I'm like, please come back on the side of the road. In Central California, in the middle of rush nowhere. hour, yeah, yeah. in the middle of nowhere, and I almost cried because I was like, "I'm never getting her back." You thought you thought I'm your dog, you thought back. your dog was gone, huh? And then she came back and she jumped right in the car, and I was like, "You hurt my feelings." Oh my gosh! Well, I'm glad you? you. I'm glad you got Kelly back. Thank you, and, thank you. Uh, Lucky was doing his own thing, but he he. I'm surprised he wasn't looking for the nearest mudslide to, oh to, my, to get in. So he's never been to a cold area before, like mountains and forest, and so he was finally in a forest, and he loved it more than anything. He was jumping over logs. He actually jumped into this freezing river, and I freaked out about that, too, because he was swimming downstream, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, it was well, fun. Those are your kids. so you They know, are my that, kids. What about you? Like- what do you do? Uh, I just chilled. I was here in San Diego for uh, the entire break. Um, That's kind of new or different, it's right? It's different. It's not. It's different. Usually it was a bunch of family, uh, but my mom went back to see my sister, so it was just me and the girls and Trey, and uh, we had a good time. Did we, you feel like everybody else that these holidays didn't really feel like holidays because they were sca- they, they, they were weird? It didn't. It didn't feel like ho- partly because the kids, my kids, were in school until the weekend before Christmas. And so their break started the Friday or I guess the Friday before Christmas. So that was like two days and Christmas came and then, you know, they still got a whole nother break this week to kind of into the new year. So it was a little different. But um, happy 2024 is here. I'm I'm starting to get excited about baseball season. Of course, uh, football season is, is coming to an end. College football season in particular. Two big games yesterday. Uh, Michigan finally exercised the demons. That was a good game. It was a really good game. Except for the final play. I I sat there and I said, they're going Jalen Milrow, quarterback draw up the middle. And I'm like, if I know this, they should have to know this. I mean, it, it was... First of all, the two teams were matched up perfectly. I thought yeah, it, was a, it was a one, one versus four seed. Yeah. Um, 
I thought Michigan controlled the first half. Alabama made some adjustments in the second half because Michigan couldn't move the ball at all. But um, it turned out as bad as bad as Michigan played on special teams in that game. Mm. Usually, you make those type of type of mistakes against Alabama, you're losing that game. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, they found a way to make it work, and um, it was you know it was a good it was a good. Good football game. We're I was, gonna see Mr. Harbaugh on the sidelines Harbaugh, in the national championship. And it was a, first of all, it was a good good two days for the Harbaugh's in particular. Oh, definitely. Um, John John gets clinched number one yeah, AFC seed. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, looks like Jim gets the last lap. Or here's the thing: I started thinking about if he wins, come was that next Monday? Yeah. Um, that Charger thing could be a very real thing. Well, he hired. I don't know if this is. He rumor. hired the, the he agent. He did. Yes. So he did I, hire an NFL agent who represents other coaches. That is true. See, I, I don't. I think he was the 49ers head coach, and what I remember about him being there is that he's very intense and he's perfect for a college atmosphere because he grinds you down, he wears you down over time. And so in the pros, you could be there for 10, 12 years with this guy, and it will grind you down. In college, you move on after two, three years, or whatever. Um, but maybe he's learned from that. Maybe he has. He, he, I don't know. He's been in cotton. He's been embroiled in controversy that's for the, a while now. That's the other thing, right? Is I think people forget, right? The NCAA still hasn't, hasn't had a ruling on it. The, the, uh, big, big 10, 10 did. They just were like, the we need to get did, this out of the way. But NCAA has not. So they and can so rule later. They can hundred percent rule later. And, you know, maybe he doesn't want to hang around for that. You know, maybe it, it, it would it would seem to be a good time to exit if indeed they win this national t- title against Washington. I think uh, Washington and um, who did they play? Texas. With? Texas. Duh. Uh, big Penix. <laughs> energy energy that dude that dude really put himself on the map for the NFL I know he's been good all year I've watched him all year long he's good but doing it on that stage and winning games because you're so good is how you get drafted this high. is going to be a good matchup right because uh according to everything I heard last two nights or last night Washington has the best offensive line in the in the country Michigan has the number one defense in the country because uh, that's if, if Penix is allowed to sit in that pocket as he was yesterday and throw the ball, they're in trouble. Those wide receivers are no joke for Washington. Oh yeah, they're good. They're all good. And so I, you get a one versus two matchup. I, I, it doesn't happen like this all the time, but uh, this should be a, a, a pretty entertaining game, I think. Ultimately, in the Big Five at four forty, I have a question about whether or not the committee got it right with Florida State because Florida State Yowzers. got just. They demolished. didn't demolish. Sixty three to three by Georgia. I think what has happened, I think what was evident is that you gotta come up with something um in terms of all of these kids opting out to play uh, uh, playing these games. Because it Florida State had a ton of yeah. dudes opt Th- out. At least 10. It, it was not this nearly it wasn't even close to the same team. And you know what that that just and that's that, minus the quarterback. Yeah, that doesn't sit well with me either because now you're leaving your teammates hanging and now they're being embarrassed on TV. And I know you got to do what you got to do, but come on. Come on. Play the game. Play we, for your entertainment. You play huh? to win the game. Yeah, I'm, 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 I have mixed feelings on this one. I really do. I know like, you do. Because 
from a from a selfish standpoint, I want to see a good game. Yeah, and I and I, and I want the game that has been pitched to me to to actually be there. But on the other hand, I, I understand why they make the decisions they do. I don't know if there's a, a remedy for it. Maybe they they take out some insurance on on some of these guys who, you know. If they get hurt, yeah, you give it to them. If not, you know, you paid for the insurance, you move on. It's not like they don't got the money. They're making a ton of money on there. So I don't know what the answer is, but I definitely – it didn't help Florida State's case to go out and just get – It wasn't even a football run, game. Run off the field. It, maybe it was a football game for the first, like, eight minutes of the first quarter, but the rest of it was by, so All bad. I know is by the time – I didn't watch the first eight minutes. I got to it a little bit late, and it wasn't a football game by that point. I think it was maybe even, like, 42-something, 42 nothing, maybe a halftime. I don't even know. I stopped paying attention yeah. because it was so bad. And, and the other thing in the college bowl games was that Oregon just crushed Liberty yesterday, and, and – that doesn't do anything to help the small conference colleges in college football because now Liberty undefeated. They should have been a part of the CFP and they just get rolled by Oregon like 45 to six or somewhere around there, 42 to six, maybe the bowl games, the bowl games felt even more outside of the playoff teams felt even more insignificant. It did. did. You're right. It did at any other point. But I think next year it's going to be a lot better because they're going to have the 12 teams, and I think we'll be more into that. Um, Yeah, but how many guys are going to opt out in that case? We got 12 teams. Would you would you stay for a national championship run? I think guys would. I would like to believe that everybody is thinking of that same ilk, but but maybe the 12 seeded teams like we're not going to win the national championship. I'm. Don't want to get hurt. It's like Bradley Chubb on Sunday with the Dolphins got hurt in garbage time, but you can get hurt. He could have gotten hurt in the first quarter, right? right. I mean, it wasn't like he like him being in the game down thirty. But that's that is what these young men in this case are are weighing at that point. So we'll see. Let's get to break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little Aztec basketball and and. and we have the debut of Annie and Elston coming in studio. Are they coming in? They're coming in studio. I just saw them walk by the window, so we're going to get to know them. All right. Well, we'll have uh, Annie and Craig on next as well as the Aztecs doing work and getting no respect. We'll discuss. We're going Chris. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. On the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. To apologize to absolutely nobody, the double champ does what the f- he wants. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Matt Scraby, who has pulled off his best fantasy year ever. He wins the baseball fantasy league that he's in, and then he tops the Odyssey fantasy football league with a championship over the break, and that's his inner child yelling out. Right there. It feels so good because you know what? How much stuff you and Chris gave me about how good my team was and if I fail, I'm the worst <laughs> fantasy football player. Jamar I, Chase gets hurt. It was bad. I, it was I, bad. I am absolutely amazed that not only did you draft a team this because you actually followed through and won in and, and pretty pretty easy fashion, too. I, I love the say. entire season in points. 
And I scored 180 points in the final. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to hear about this <laughs> until next season. And I'm keeping At Kyron least, Williams in the 14th round. Until August of next year, we'll have to keep right, hearing about let's it. Not All waste right. anymore let's uh, transition here. Um, our new midday show is in the building. Annie Albrum, Craig Elston, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you guys? Great to be uh, here. I think, hold on, Annie, I'm sorry. Oh. This is Matt's gravy's fault. See, you guys Try have a different. You guys have a different producer, so you Why don't have to worry about this. It's the A pot, the B pot. Uh, there it is. Hey, I hear it. Hey. Okay, so you're on six. They let me back on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that one's two, this is one, not six. That's six. Now. So there you go. Like shortstop, uh. you know. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. I don't know how to do the whole baseball fielding position. Well, thing, that, so. There you go. There you go. Well, Annie, Craig, how are you guys? Annie, we'll start with you. Uh, welcome. Tony, thanks for having us here. Thanks no for problem. having us in studio. I guess we will be in studio now. Yes. You. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, it's a little bit change up for us. Uh, Craig, a, how, yeah. how about yourself? How are you doing? It's been a wild day. Uh, I think I've just finished uh, answering text messages about a minute before we got in here <laughs> from 930 on. So it's been a whirlwind day, but can't wait to get rolling on Thursday. Okay. Well, let's listen. Thursday's the first show. What? What? Should we expect? Do you guys even know what to expect at this point? We don't. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Think so. Not no at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> uh, you know, and actually, I think, uh, Annie, you would agree, this has been such a great day because we finally got a chance just to sit down in a room and talk about the show. Right. Right. This came together um, really. The timing of it was a little difficult for some out-of-town trips that I had and yeah. for just the timing of how it all went down. So we really haven't had a chance to chat much. And so, um, you know, you're building the plane as you're flying it sort of thing, and that's what we'll be doing. That's a that's a pretty uh, <laughs> pretty difficult thing to do, but, you know, you guys are pretty situ- pretty well situated to handle it. Uh, Annie, with you, you know, I'm used to seeing you down at the ballpark every day. Does any of that change for you at this point? It really doesn't. I mean, that's one of the benefits of this is um, the relationships that I build down there. Uh, it's great to see you all the time down there, Tony, and you know how beneficial it is to be down there talking to players, talking yeah. to coaches, getting information and insight and just kind of observing what's going on. And so luckily, um, that's still going to be a big part of what I'm doing. And to be able to bring that to the show now and to be able to talk about it with Craig and to kind of add that um, that color there where you know we're not just kind of Going off of what we saw on TV, not, I not think guessing. It, yeah, exactly. Not guessing, exactly. I think that that's going to be a, a, a big part and a fun part for me too to be able to talk a little bit more in depth about some of the conversations that are going on down there. That bodes well for the folks here in San Diego because they they certainly love their Padres, and so um, the fact that you get to kind of bring a, a different element to it, I think, will be will be great for our listeners. Craig, you know, I I, I hear from you pretty much once a year. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I hear from you <laughs> once a year, and it's the same answer every year, but I still try. He, he does. Nevertheless, he persists. Craig has, has, has done his best to get me out there for that media soccer game. <laughs> and whether there's a conflict or whether I don't trust my body to get out there, the answer has been no. But at some point, I'm going to get out there. Wouldn't now, your daughter love if you did? I mean, oh, that's your a great daughter point. You know, that's a great point. I'm sure she would. But I just uh, I have this yet. fear that I'm gonna get out there and my competitive juices are gonna get rolling <laughs> and I'm gonna snap my Achilles. That is that is the thing that I think because my wife did it. And so like I'm a little I'm a little terrified to get out there yeah. in that setting because I won't be able to just like 
be out there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a want to get out there and, and move around a little consider bit. Stretching yeah. the, you <laughs> know, consider stretching. Consider that, please. <laughs> it's, it's an option that you've got, and it's one that will uh, really serve you well. We have the masseuses there. They're on staff. Oh, They're ready. I didn't know the masseuses so, were there. That yeah, might the, change my, my, my thought process yeah, on the, this The bit. masseuses are there, so you have the opportunity to get yourself limber, get yourself loose, uh, and, and, and get ready for those eight minutes of competition now, oh, it, it, it's eight it, minutes, Tony. It, You're not going to tear an Achilles in eight minutes. You know, Scraby, that's oh. enough from you. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> Craig, let's talk about this show. What, what, what about it excites you? Uh, the opportunity to work with Annie and, and you know host a show. Well, it's a great question, and I'll tell you what. I worked in radio a lot of times in the first act of my professional life. I worked full-time in radio 1996 to 2009, whether it was Extra Sports 690, Kogo, KLSD, Extra Sports 1360. thought at that time that radio was going to be my full-time profession. Uh, 2009 on Obama's inauguration day, Clear Channel cut 55% of their staff in two hours. It was quite a, quite a morning. Yeah. Um, and that day, I thought, okay, what, what, what else is happening? What's new? And in fact, uh, your guys' partner, Chris, and myself worked on 619sports.net at that time and really started thinking about what is the future of sports content? Yeah. Not just sports radio, but sports content. And honestly, we were way ahead of our time in terms of podcasting, embedded video, in, in unique written content. The things that you now take for granted that you see on every ESPN story, it wasn't happening right. just 15 years ago. So at that point, I started getting into team sports. I've worked in team sports, whether it's for the Gulls, the Soccers, for, from the Wave, uh, 2009 to now. Never thought I'd get back in radio. It took this place, this GM, this program director, Adam's vision, and what 97.3 has become. You know, this is finally, sports radio has evolved to a place where it fits me now, hand in glove. Mm. Wasn't the way when it was, we got to talk Chargers 15 out of 16 segments and did you play the game? You know, where did you go to college football? Oh, you didn't? What? Um, (laughs) And that's changed that's you know, it's a seismic shift and this place is where sports radio is going not where it's been and that's what i'm really excited for annie and i to try and bring to 10 to 2 every day yeah certainly uh you guys will be on from 10 to 2 now uh annie what what about this partnership are you looking forward to well, it's new for me it's a new thing and i think it's so, i think radio is really interesting um where they're like, hey, you've never worked together before, but let's just go jump in a room and talk for four hours every day and work it out, guys. Yeah, you know, no. so I think <laughs> I had the same experience with Chris. I, I, I know. I, I, I had, realized you guys had to work together. We had worked together one time and it was for a pre and post. I was just starting out um, and, you know, I had no idea that maybe a year year or so later we would be partners. And, you know, now what, five years later, six, six years later. Uh, we've had a pretty successful show, so there is uh, yeah. there are some good stories. And to I, this. I will tell you that the day we started our show was the first day I met Chris, wow. and the first day we talked. And then Tony sat down in the seat down at Petco, and I was like, "Hey, Tony, I'm your producer." He's like, "Who is this?" Uh, Scraby. Scraby's my producer. Yes, yeah, Scraby, yes. Scraby and I had worked together yeah. on a few Just appearances a few times. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. it it can it's there are some uh, there's some positives to this. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to it and to the challenge. And there's so many things that Craig brings from his background that 
you know, I haven't really been deep into, you know, and so I'll get to know a lot of those better, you know, a lot of those passions and those topics. Um, and then I think it's interesting, too, because, you know, when we're down at the ballpark and you're you're kind of feeding off of a player's energy, you're kind of like, you know, this is a very interesting medium where you're like, you're bringing it, you got to bring yeah, it bring regardless because yeah. there's no one else in here, you know? No. <laughs> you're supplying the energy. Yeah. All so of it's it. a new challenge. Now, Craig, you, um, I, we just met earlier in the hallway, so what what is your background? Andy said you have some background that she doesn't have, what would that be? Oh, wow. I, I think you're soccer, right? Yeah, at exactly. This point? Working with the soccers and working with different, um, even San Diego Wave you've been working with. Yeah. And so different clubs and, and whatnot that maybe I have I've been so Padre-centric, I haven't you know been so deep into. And I think it, it's something we talked about on, on, I think, with Sammy earlier today. But I'm really excited, honestly, Matt, with where San Diego is now as a sports market. It used to be Chargers... 20 feet of dirt, Padres, 50 feet of dirt, everything else. I uh, can't talk about anything else. No one else is going to get any bandwidth. No one could possibly succeed because at the end of the day, it's an NFL town. The NFL left us. And there's still, I know, plenty of people, plenty of great people listening right now to this show that still love the Chargers, still absolutely adore the NFL, watch every game every Sunday. And that's totally cool. But when the Chargers left, to me, that was that was important. A giant vacuum opened up in terms of what is this sports marketplace going to look like? And there were a lot of folks with microphones who said it will never, ever work again. And guess what? Life moves on. Nature abhors a vacuum. Something always comes in to take the space. And now you can look around and see that there are multiple, whether it's the Legion, the Soccers, the Wave. Now, as San Diego FC is coming, previous to that, there was Loyal. There is room for other clubs, other sports to find their way. And guess what? San Diego is a soccer city. No matter how you voted on Prop G, now we're going to have the highest level in the in North America. Uh, well, League Amiecki fans would disagree. The highest level in the United States of America for professional soccer, the highest level in the world for women's professional soccer, and a stadium now that is accommodating the Women's Gold Cup uh, coming and other international events throughout the everything's changed. And yeah. that's what makes me so excited about being able to talk about this every day. Yeah, no, the Chargers leaving definitely left a vacancy that has been filled. At, and a lot of it's timing, right? You know, Prop G ended up going through, and it's turned out that it's going to work for both parties at the end of the day. And so um, it is exciting to see San Diego, you know, Although they lose the NFL, they have gained a whole lot more, and I think people are starting to gravitate to that, it, whatever your your flavor is. And I think there's so much out there to to really be gained, and uh, I'm I, I'm excited for you guys. I think it's I think it's going to be great. I, we get a lot of, or at least I do. Why don't you talk more soccer? I'm beat over the head with it in my DMs. Why don't you guys talk about more soccer? Well. Now we have a place where we could talk more soccer because <laughs> if I talk soccer, it's not going to sound as good as uh, if other people talk soccer. But I do. I mean, it, I have heard a lot of people very excited about the MLS and they're very excited about SDFC. That's SDFC. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, yeah. good. Or San Diego FC. Either or way. San Diego yeah. FC. I, I've heard a, from a lot of people saying they're very excited for a new team yeah. to come to town. I've so. seen some gear out uh, out there you already. Have? Yeah, I've seen a couple. I saw a polo with the with the logo on it. It was. Uh, it, you know, people are people are excited about it. I think 
San Diego has always somewhat been a, had, had a soccer feel to it, and it just seems like it's grown over the past five, six, seven years here. So Now i got one more question. It's Padres-related, and it's for both of you. Craig, mm-hmm. where did you stand on the Juan Soto's trade? Did you want to keep him or trade him? Love him or list him? <laughs> um, look, it was always part of the deal when you acquired Juan Soto that you had a backdoor out if it didn't work out perfectly. Juan wasn't going to sign here. And I think everything that we've seen in the market since the offseason has begun has indicated with crystal clarity Juan Soto was never going to sign here. It was going to cost 50, 55, 60 average value. Padres don't have that anymore with, with the commitments that they've already made. So I think it was a great trade uh, that has a potential to be a tremendous franchise-altering trade for the positive even though folks thought it was a franchise-altering trade for the negative. You have brought in a series of arms that this club simply didn't have. The the set that you would have had if you hadn't have made the Clevenger trade and the Nola trade and some of the moves around 2020, that, those are the players who weren't there this year. That Kyle Quantrill, Josh Naylor class of player that would have been here. Now you've got this group. You've got Snelling coming. You've got Iriarte coming. Now you throw Thorpe into that mix. Now you've got Mazer. Now we've got something to dream on in terms of building and rebuilding this pitching staff. You wouldn't have had that if you kept Juan Soto, traded three other guys on the team to make payroll, and said, let's roll with what we got. Yeah. I mean, I hated seeing him go. He's obviously, you know, what he did last year for the Potters, even though he got off to a slow start. I mean, he showed by the end of the season what kind of a threat that he is and that we knew him to be when he was with the Nationals. And so you hated it, too, because he had finally gotten comfortable here. And I feel like in a walk year, comfortable here in San Diego, um, he was going to explode, you know, even farther. Um, And I do think that some of the mess that the Padres have gotten themselves in, it's it's a mess kind of of their own making a little bit, right? Like, you know, you've kind of dug yourself into a hole in some certain other contract situations or certain financial situations, and now you got to find ways to get out of that and make it, make it as good as you can be um, in whatever constraints you have now. But at the same time, I agree. I don't know that they would have never, I don't know if they would have ever been able to sign him long term, you know? And so to get something back, to get these arms back, to move him and kind of go past, um, you know, at least in pitching needs and, and things like that to be able to get what they needed there in some sense, at least. Um, it's a benefit, you know, and those guys can really show that they, they can be very useful this year and beyond because yeah. a lot of those are long-term deals as well. Just a taste, ladies and gentlemen, of what you may get on Thursday. Uh, I certainly agree. I mean, I hated to see Juan go. I've, I've yeah. made that pretty clear. However, you know, I don't know that you're ever going to be able to sign him. I think the thing that I hold on to is if you keep him, how far can you go in that one year? Is it worth it to keep him? Padres decided not to. They get four really good arms, a backup catcher. So everybody hits. It's it's going to be a really, really good trade for it. Agreed. Both of you guys, thank you for coming on. Good luck Thursday. I'll be listening. Uh, yeah, we'll be doing this again. So yeah. I'll be listening. Yeah, you'll be in the back room. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'll be listening. Where's Elmo? He is uh, in Air Force. Yeah. Oh, Lady Aztecs yeah, are in right. action. So He'll be on around like uh, I'm thinking three thirty or four. He's texting like okay. crazy because he wants to get on. So we'll, yeah, he, we'll, he's been dying to talk about all the stuff that happened over the break. Oh, so. that's great. We got on before him. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you guys Thank for you. coming. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. All right, let's get to break. When we return, you turn my mic I off. I know. You good? Yes. Okay. When we return, we have a little daily gambit on the way. More Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 